a few years after I got out, I, you know, I was a president of our union as a player, and I developed some relationships on the business side. And uh, I, I kind of stumbled into this business of representing coaches and front office people. And so that's what I do now. We, uh, we represent a, a bunch of the people that are here today uh, watching these great young Florida players uh, show what they can do. And uh, it's, been, it's been great. I've been very fortunate just to be able to stay around the game and stay involved in some way. I'm going to probably ask you the dumbest question you're going to get, but I'm going to try to ask it from a fan standpoint because we often hear, <clears throat> you know, I'm, so X, X person is representing this person. What goes into that? So, you know, what we are is really advisors, and so we advise our clients, the coaches or, or general managers, executives on, you know, everything in their professional life. So not just we do contracts and negotiate those things, but then it's also, you know, we study all these places like businesses and say, okay, here are the strengths, here are the weaknesses, and, and you know, if you're going to come in and take over this program, these are some of the things that you are going to want to look at. So we spend a lot of time. We do studies on different schools and, and different teams in the NFL and, and uh, you know, kind of work through that information with our clients. Um and then if does the client seek you do you seek the client how i'm trying to ask this from a you know person listening perspective yeah it works both ways so um you know i, I was really fortunate is i played for a bunch of hall of fame head coaches i had a chance to play for mike dicka jimmy johnson don shula Jeez. um and so you know i was fortunate in that like i know what it looks like right uh, and and so there's sometimes where you see hey this is a really bright young guy who's a difference maker he has the traits, um, or they have the traits, uh, because there are some now really prominent uh, women that are coming into football now. But uh, they have the traits that, you know, we think are going to make them like a next-level person. So sometimes you reach out to them, and then there's sometimes where people get into a situation where they want to rethink their career or they're interested in kind of expanding their network, and they reach out to us. So it happens both ways. i got to ask you about all this transfer portal yeah. nil stuff what are your thoughts about that you know i think the ncaa forfeited their position at the table you know i think um you know through lack of leadership and direction they've allowed the sport to be driven by the market and so now we're in this situation where there's no leadership there's no direction um and so uh the market is pushing pulling every which way and we're seeing it now in, in NIL and the, por- in the portal. Um, when you, you have a guy like <clears throat> Anthony Richardson here, very high-profile kid, there's a lot of pressure on these guys to you know, come in at a pro day like this. One conference is going to have a conference-wide pro day. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's the way with the future here? I, I think it's possible. You know, as, as – Schools and conferences look for more ways to monetize their multimedia rights. You say, okay, is a SEC Pro Day, would that be a highly anticipated and televised event? The answer would be yes. yes. And so, yeah, I think, uh, again, uh, with now NIL and, and, you know, more revenue demands, you know, the sport's going to continue to look for ways to grow and build revenue. I'm going to ask you an obvious question, but is there an art to negotiation, you know, knowing, depending on who you're talking to, you know, who the person is, I would imagine there's got to be a little nuance and art to that. 
Sure. Yeah, you do your homework, and um, you know we try to be subject experts, right? And so there's a lot of people focus in a negotiation on tactics, so leverage and you create pressure different ways. Those are tactics. Um, you know, I won't say that we don't use those, um, but you know the bulk of it is is like us trying to be subject matters, and then us providing like a unique lens through which to view the client how they've performed in their experience so you know you start there and you know nobody likes to be leveraged nobody feels likes to feel like they've had a tactic use against them and so I really believe you can do this with integrity create no scars because you know us as as representatives we get to go home the client has to live with that relationship now true so if you create scars you know they're gonna be bumps in the road people go back to the scars so we try to, in every negotiation, uh, you know, try to be straightforward, direct, and then hopefully you get to a good result. I'm going to put your helmet on one more time here and ask you a question from a Love player's that. standpoint. Um, there's been so many changes, expansion, you know, changing and all that. Do you think the state of the college game and the state of the NFL are in good places? I, I don't think uh, – Football is wildly successful. It's wildly popular. It's the one thing that still brings us all together. Uh, I think of the top 100 TV programs in the U.S. last year, I think 87 of them were football games. Um, So it is the one thing that pulls us together. I don't know that anybody is really focused on being a good steward of the game. And, you know, in some ways the NCAA has said it's not their job. In some ways, uh, the NFL will say it's not their job, but so nobody is there kind of filling that void. I mean, you and I coached together at the boys' club That's 100 right. years ago. Yes. And, you know, I worry about the game from the grassroots point of view. Sure. It's like who's leading the direction of that, who's helping build and influence those young generations of teachers, the guys that are passing on the games you know to the next group and the next group and and that's really what our game is all about it's a it's about uh building character toughness the nfl puts that on display at the highest level and uh, but that's my concern is nobody's really shepherding the game right now i'll end with this uh, i just saw and you may you may correct me where they're tweaking the schedule with the thursday night games now yeah. and to me part of that you're hurting if a fan is making a plan that i'm going to go to this sunday game and now you move it to thursday well then maybe that fan can't go if you're talking about player safety i get where they're going to say at the back end you get 10 days off but i'm not so sure i like that what do you think it's a real concern players most players would tell you they don't like thursday night games me as a player i like them because i figured i could out recover the other guy monday through thursday and then I'd have the extra days after that. But yeah. players don't like it. I understand it. Um, you, you know, the the big thing, like, in the NFL side is 80% of their revenue comes from the TV deal. Right. And so that's going to drive everything. And, you know, the, the fan at the stadium gets kind of put second in that line. Yes. Because what's going what's gonna to excite everybody, it's the TV numbers. Okay. Good to have you, my yeah, friend. Thanks for stopping you. by. Yeah, Thank you, Trace. Pleasure. Yep. Trace Armstrong uh, has uh, 
stuck with the game, and uh, he's doing great. And I always appreciate seeing him. We've been friends for a long time and a guy played in the NFL for a long time as well.